0: Welcome to The Social Pod, a podcast brought to you by SOCNET 98, a network of universities sharing the common interest for social work in an international perspective. In our episodes, you will hear from students around the world studying social work and interviews and lectures from our international university weeks. And in this episode, we are going to uh, talk about uh, different kind of cultures. And also, we might talk about why it would be important for a social worker uh, to know about uh, culture. And um, to help me talk about this topic, I have some uh, good expertise around this table in this podcast studio. Uh, Let's just start off with the person to my left. uh, Can you introduce yourself?
1: Hello, <laughs> my name is Karimi. Um, I am from the US, from Los Angeles, California. Yeah. Um, majoring in human services, you know, studying. Oh, I go to Dominguez House, California yeah. State University, Dominguez House. Um, yeah. That's you. That's me.
0: We'll come back to you.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next one. Hi, my name is Eva.
2: I attend Cal State Dominguez Hills for human services, um, looking into go into a master's program for social work. Yeah, um, I am a California native, um, born in Compton, all my life, and um,
3: looking forward to this. That's great. Hello, everyone. My name is Prakriti. I'm from India, yeah, state called West Bengal. And currently, I'm pursuing my master's from Pune University in sociology. Yes, that's me.
0: That's <laughs> you. Yeah. And uh, my name is Dainal Vygold. I'm an assistant professor here at the University of Southeastern Norway. And as you might actually now just heard, we have a different kind of um, a way of speaking. Dialects, what do you say when we're speaking English Correct. now? Dialects, yeah. Um, for myself, I'm Norwegian. So I think I have this uh, kind of Norwegian accent. <laughs> yeah, inside of... when I'm speaking. Karimi, you also had a different kind of accent.
1: Apparently, I do. Apparently, you do. <laughs> um, I have never noticed it until some people started pointing it out. They told me... Uh, they would ask us, where are you guys from? Oh, and, yeah. Oh, I'm, we're from L.A. And they would ask me again, where are you really? from? I, I know you're from L.A., but <laughs> what's your heritage or culture i'm like oh uh, mexican that's ah right. okay 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 okay. <laughs> yeah um my um uh, priority language i would say the f- spanish so spanish. maybe i do have a spanish accent without me noticing oh so, yeah so <laughs> yeah yeah it's there it's, it's there, there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and when you listen to the podcast episode you might
1: actually I also might know actually pay attention to it so <laughs> yeah
0: that's right the uh, different kind of the uh, what what uh, Do you have an accent, actually? Do you think of it?
2: I don't think so. so. (laughs) But I don't know. I mean, I think it depends on where you're from. So, like, you might think I have one. I don't
1: think
3: so. I don't think so. (laughs) Uh, I have, maybe, because uh, I'm from India. So, English is not my own language. And so, maybe Bengali, Hindi, every language is just (laughs) melting down in my dialects. Yes. (laughs) That's great. Yes. Yes.
0: So, so the, the, actually, for this episode, uh, we are going to talk about uh, a lot of different kind of um, points that is coming out in a TED Talk that I, uh, we have just been, uh, been watching. The reason for you for watching that uh, t- uh, TED Talk is that you have uh, been a part of a course that we're doing here at the university called SoGlo, so Social Work in a Global World. And one of the activities that you're doing here as students was actually to uh, watch a video by um, the original uh, Canadian um, called uh, Julien Borel. He has a TED talk when talking about how to actually, how how to uh, make sense of different kind of cultures. Uh, how to learn different kind of culture. Uh, so I would uh, actually, if you, uh, you guys that are listening, uh, to go inside the, the description of the episode, There uh, there's a link to uh, YouTube where you can see the TED Talk. It's called Learn a New Culture by Julien Borel. Yeah. So that's kind of the reason why we're here, what we're going to talking about. And a lot of the stuff that we're going to talk about is actually your experience coming to Norway and how that has been. What would be um, your first uh, first impressions coming to Norway? Or can we actually just go away a little bit back also? What were your expectations of Norway? No polar bears in the streets? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. Um, I think that um, I didn't have proper information. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I don't know. But, but, but Porsche doesn't feel like Norway to me. <laughs> Porsche has everything we have. So it okay. doesn't before we thought we weren't gonna be able to get this, we were gonna be limited on that because but Porsche has everything. So like yeah. we were definitely um we had information but we didn't have Porsche information. So <laughs> it's different. So yeah. yes, you can't find certain things in the northern areas. But down here, like, you guys' grocery stores are similar to ours. You guys have, you know, they were like, there's no store. I'm like, there's places here. So I think I felt more comfortable once I got here because I was able to find, and not the same brands, but I was able to find similar things. So it didn't, I didn't feel as uncomfortable as before I was like, I'm going to just have this and I have to, you know, yeah. hold off on that. So
0: so some of your, uh, the things they were thinking about Norway, Norway, that you would find a lot of different stuff.
2: People gave false information. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like, you guys don't have vegetables. Yeah. It's always freezing and cold <laughs> in the summer. It's yeah. I mean, it's just, it was a whole culture shock. And we were like, wait a minute. This is nothing <laughs> what we expected. And then we're like, oh, we know what that is. Uh,
0: yeah. You find actually more and more similarities. Yeah.
3: Here. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. What 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 was your first impressions?
3: Uh, I, I, or, I or
0: thoughts about Norway? Have you heard about Norway before? What were your Yes, image?
3: from very uh, childhood I have an uh, idea about Norway because uh, some of my relatives uh, stay in Norway. So, yes, uh, I know that people are here very serious. Uh, they uh, are The nature is very much beautiful. Yeah. Like maybe God is a little bit tilted towards Norway also while uh, he made... Um, Making the world also, yeah. so it's uh, it's. Uh, I I have a knowledge about Norway and but when I come here, it's a very different experience because I find key people are not so much serious. They are very kind, generous. We are more kind. Yeah, I feel so. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. They are very. Uh, if uh, uh, maybe in the beginning they maybe hesitated. After yeah. that they. Become very welcoming, kind, generous, yes. And everything is very systematic also. It's very different than India, yes.
0: It's more systematic? Yes. Uh, What do you mean by that?
3: Systematic means the traffic, how uh, you guys regulate the traffic. There is no traffic police. India, (laughs) everywhere, there is traffic police to control the traffic manually, yes. Oh, yeah. uh, Yes.
0: One one of the things that Julianne is talking about in TED Talk is uh, that you need to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Have you? Well, well, you talked about some of the things that were uncomfortable, or yeah, did you?
2: Um. More false information. You okay. Know? Yeah. So we thought we were going to have to be uncomfortable. So you, you know, you kind of shell up. You. Oh yeah. Up yeah. Because you're like, oh, I have to do this oh, I need to pack that, like, literally, if my luggage wasn't too heavy, (laughs) I would have had, like, groceries that I couldn't get anyplace else that I'm able to find here, (laughs) you know? So that's what I'm saying. We got all this information of you can't get this, you won't be able to find that. And it was like, oh, wow, that's going to be hard. You know, so you already come with this conception of, you're going to be without. So you feel a type of way and it doesn't feel as embracing as if you were like, oh, okay, yeah. this is, you know, like a light lighter. So when I got here, I was like, hmm, okay, I could do this. You yeah. know, it didn't feel as uncomfortable. But... Um,
0: but during your stay here, like culturally, my biggest... Uncomfortable?
2: Uh, um, being in a house of people and you don't really communicate or anything that's very awkward for me oh yeah
0: the more per uh, personal space of norwegians maybe
2: yeah but i understand personal space but not when you're in the same house okay yeah (laughs) 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 i understand Yeah, you know so that not to mention i've never had roommates i've never lived with people (laughs) so so that's just a cultural shock in itself to you know have to share space
3: when i have my own
0: (laughs) yeah that's right you have any similar experiences
3: I think it's very, uh, for me, it's a comf- it's very comfortable to be uncomfortable. Because in okay. uh, Norway, people are very much uh, reserved. They don't, nothing to do with other people's life.
0: We don't want to bother people.
3: Yes. <laughs> so you can be yourself, okay. truly yourself, without being judged. Okay. Yes. So, yes, and it's very important to explore own self. Like, yes, uh, uh, I never thought I can be this type or that type so now I'm exploring myself yes it's a great opportunity for me yes
0: but have you have you experienced anything that would be uncomfortable culturally like
3: Yet. not that yet much, but one thing is uh, people are uh, here uh, so much reserved that I sometimes found no one to talk with <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah
0: be- because in Norway if you start talking to strangers yes, they would do. just look what's <laughs> okay what's what's, what's wrong something. with you yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> why Can are you
3: talking with me am I know you no mm. ha- but have you actually experienced that uh, no not uh, that much but uh, yes I do sometimes uh, feel that I'm very uh, alone like no one to yeah. talk Okay, yes, you can text me. Yeah, okay, definitely. But at the same time, it's very relaxing, also. Oh, no, that not much chaos. Yes, so yes,
1: both Both things with the term comfortable being uncomfortable. I definitely relate to that. This entire um, experience, I already knew that it was going to be something out of my comfort zone, since I've never really. Mm, not challenge myself just done something out of the ordinary so i definitely wanted to push my boundaries to something you know that i'm not used to so i um being able to um experience not experience life or experiencing the days um learning from a whole other country uh culture and uh um getting accustomed to people speaking another language. And yeah. that's not bothering at all. You know, it's very interesting. It's just something that's different. And you don't, um, everybody's speaking, uh, Norwegian and then getting accustomed to the culture itself. And, um, that was definitely one of the biggest things I realized here. how so people like keeping their, uh, they're more reserved. Yeah. Um, uh, not everybody, but, um, it's just a common thing here you know and everybody's just trying to um you know get on with themselves and um it's they if they're here for school they're here for school and they're back home but if uh they want to create a friendship i don't i think some people are approachable but but i guess once you start talking to someone they turn out to be really nice you oh know yeah. um just overall it's a very it's a very different experience. And then, again, this is the uh, first time doing something very different to what I've been accustomed to, you know, my whole life. So definitely uncomfortable at first. But um, after a while, I mean, you know, you get accustomed to it, and it's really nice um, being out here in a very different type of environment um, since I've always been in the city. And it's it's really professional here. It's... Um, Definitely being surrounded by nature and uh, just really calm and peaceful. And I really, I really really enjoy this experience.
0: Yeah, yeah, because uh, I don't know if it's a part of culture or just everyday life. Uh, because I've seen that uh, some students that come here and the visitors that we have here is actually having a li- feeling that it's, it's a little bit uncomfortable uh, being so quiet all the time that you don't have the sound of the big cities and... The Sirens or, or stuff like going on like that.
1: That's exactly that's, <laughs> that's the thing you're that's, talking about. That's the first thing I probably mentioned when the first night actually that I was here. I'm so accustomed to hearing since I live, um, by a big street, a main street, um, in back at home in LA, and you're constantly hearing sirens and helicopters and constant cars and yeah. honking and, um, um. Uh, the neighbors or you know, it's just constant noise so you know i got accustomed to that so it's something that i've been used to my whole life <laughs> and now um when i came here like the first night it was super silent and even as soon as we got off the plane when we arrived at the airport it was just you were already able to tell the the different vibe the different feeling it was just a whole other feeling and um i don't know it, it was kind of weird at first and it took a while for me to get adjusted to just the quietness overall, and um, I mean, I got used to it. Yeah, really but nice.
0: but actually, I was uh, so, uh, uh, questioning myself: is if is is that culture uh, about that because it's just a, a consequence of this, there's not that many people in Norway. We do not have the extremely big cities. Do you think it's a part of culture, the the term culture?
2: It's environmental culture. Environmental so. culture, yeah. Because, like, even on the weekends, now, I don't hear specifically all of that, but even on the weekends, people will be outside with their kids barbecuing, or, you know, like it's something, but we don't even hear things on the weekend like we hear animals. Yeah. Um, the one time we did hear maybe a helicopter, we were like... <laughs> Do you hear that? I know it was like it's like home <laughs> <laughs> because we were like, first we thought we were tripping, and then it did it again. And We're like, oh, did you hear that? And I'm downstairs and she's upstairs, oh, so yeah, I'm like wow, but yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Just that type of thing we're accustomed to because people do stay in their own bubble, you know, yeah. their family, their friends, you know, they people do that, but you see a difference, you know, as far as you know just people doing stuff on the weekends with their kids outside or fixing a car like those aren't things we've seen or anything and so i think th- that culturally you guys just don't not that you guys aren't fixing up an old car or something like that you guys just might do it inside the garage oh yeah you know so i'm just saying it's that's just- a
0: part of culture also i think uh, do you how much time do you spend outside in your neighborhood or something like that because uh, i think that in norway we have big houses Mm-hmm. We have the space so we tend to use a lot of time in the in inside and if we're not inside we may go to our cabins out in the forest and stuff like that so you don't have like the uh, uh, <coughs> you don't really have this uh, being outside talking to the neighbors that much you don't uh, meet people on the street or something like that we we're more reserved also in that but but I think that might be also a consequence of the economical status of, of Everyday Norwegians, for example, we have the space. We, we are more reserved.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, how do you feel about the silence of Norway?
3: It's very much silence. A kind of meditative zone. I, 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 <laughs> I have entered. Yes. Yeah. Because in India is uh, as uh, it's uh, India uh, like have lot of population. Yeah. Yes. And. It's very crowdy. It's very noisy. At the same time, there uh, in if you uh, visit Mumbai or the big city Delhi, yeah. so they have nightlife also. After uh, eight o'clock in New- Norway, become everything becomes silent. Oh yeah, and in India, it. Not 8 is like it's the mid of the day no (laughs) after 12 also we have a life so and um, here I found a weird thing that there is no uh, street food like uh, whenever you visit uh, you have to go uh, before uh, 4 o'clock before 6 o'clock and uh, the uh, grocery shops are only uh, till 11 so after that time you can't have food also if you are hungry also in uh, India it's not like that every nook and corner you find something to eat. Yeah. Yes, a tea stall. Huh? So people are gathering in tea stall at uh, maybe uh, at this is the time of Durga Puja in West Bengal. So whole night uh, pad- we do panel hoppings, uh, have food, uh, giggling. So yes, this is very different than yeah. India. But uh, it has its own beauty and India have its own. So,
0: but, but something is like you get used to stuff. So it's something that feels like home. So all the noise for example it's it's you you're used to it when i'm going out in the world i find it was extremely hard because i get it the opposite way i i remember the, yeah <laughs> i remember the Norwegian students that went to la was like the last couple of weeks when i talked to them uh online they were like i want to go back to home to norway because i want the quietness <laughs> it was all the noise so you do get anxiety And um, being tired, actually, just hearing, having people around you all the time because you're so used to being uh, alone or having the silence.
3: And I think uh, it's happening opposite with me because I am used to so much of noise that sometimes I feel, oh, what's happening? Uh, My life stopped or not? Like, what is happening? Am I stuck in a time zone (laughs) or no? It's happening. There is lots to do, yes.
0: Norwegian, the the Norwegians. We we we. The, um, of course, we had the pandemic that hit the whole world, and it was kind of a Norwegian joke uh, when we had this uh, distancing. Uh, what what do you call it in uh, in American? The distance Uh, that you need, uh, social distancing. Social distancing. Yeah, Uh, because we had like in Norway, we had uh, two meters distance, then we have one meter distance, uh, something like that. And there was a running online joke that can a pandemic just stop so we can go back to the regular five meters that we usually have. (laughs) (laughs) Because the uh, personal space is also uh, cultural. Right. So if you go to a Norwegian bus stop, you will see that people are standing around 5 meters <laughs> from each other. We do that in the US. You do it also?
2: Yeah. People keep their distance just in general like <clears throat> we we call it personal space or we call it personal bubble. So Oh yeah. It's not even if you know a person, we're still not going to be like on top of each other. Yeah. It's that's not common. Um it just is different. You know, you know when people, like, are putting their arms together, you know, because they're yeah. friends. But just in general, even if you stop and try to communicate with somebody, they're still going to leave distance. Yeah. It's just what we do,
0: Yeah. You know? My experience is, uh, it's, it's, it's uh, some differences, uh, um, but it also depends on where in the US you go and what countries. I was yeah. in France, for example, and I was feeling that everybody was standing just a little bit too close to, to me all the time. <laughs>
2: you said France, right? Yeah, that mm-hmm. was France. I felt like everybody was on top of me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What, what do you think from an Indian perspective?
3: Uh, in India, space is very limited for individuals. Yeah. Because a lot of populations, again. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel uh, uh, we need personal space. But uh, publicly, it's not possible to maintain always that personal space. Yeah. And another thing is, uh, we people are very much friendly with each other. Sometimes we enter each other's personal space. It's it sometimes become very annoying, and uh, many times it's very comfortable also because you need all you have always someone to be there with you, yeah. uh, like a support system. Like anything you never feel that much alone. Yes, no. no, in public space, in bus. Oh, we started randomly talking to each other, <laughs> and uh, yes, it's very uh, sometimes become very weird also. Yeah. But we kind of enjoy it. Huh.
0: So, this is Because right now we're talking about the all uh, at the outer shelf of culture, what we can see in different kinds of culture, We're also talking quite open about what we believe other cultures are like. And when we're discussing this kind of stuff, we will find some similarities. Where we will find something that is different. What, what do you think about the... Um, how we can actually understand the world and connect despite the cultural differences. Are we so, because it's so easily for us to actually talk about, uh, in India, it's like this. But in Norway, it's like this. But we do find a lot of similarities, don't we?
2: Um, I think in some cases, if you are just respectful yeah. and try to be as um, knowledgeable, As possible. You're not going to know everything. You're going to make mistakes. But if you just are respectful, you know, I think that's the whole thing of respecting people's boundaries. You know, in Norway, they're a certain way. You shouldn't try to change them. You know, I am a certain way. When you come to the U.S., you shouldn't try to change people. You should figure out if it works for you, and if not, you should just disengage. But I think that that's the rooted portion, It's just being respectful of people them yourself you know and like don't don't really compromise um your basic values morals and then i think that's the simplest thing when you don't really know people or know their cultures if you just you know what not to do in certain
0: cases And if you don't know what to do, uh, I feel that is as a Norwegian myself, I don't want to intrude on other people. I don't want to bother them. That's kind of one of the things that we have in Norway. I'm sometimes afraid to ask. Mm -hmm. And I feel that that is one of the things that I've learned most the last couple of years that I've been traveling more and more is not to be afraid to ask, to ask what is appropriate, what you think, and be open-minded that way. Um, Yeah. Because I think that other way around, if you do not do that, you might actually be so un- uncomfortable <laughs> that you, you just uh, avoid the situation. Right. I think that would be actually, might be a more Norwegian thing to do that you do not want to be uncomfortable so you just keep it to yourself. Right. Yes, yes. That's my piece.
1: I would say that's pretty common. Um, yeah, it is. That, that's a similarity. That's something I could connect to. I would say from what I've seen, um, The younger generation um, in the U.S. or I don't know if I'm just talking about the L.A. or California, they're more – they're not introverts. Just They would prefer if they have a question or if they need something, they would rather keep it to themselves than reaching out because that's basically describing myself. (laughs) (laughs) Not so much, no more, but I would rather just – if I have a question or if you need something, for example, like at a grocery store or something like that, I can come up with an example. But you would rather just keep it to yourself than bother somebody else. But not everybody's like that. No. you know. But I would say that's something. I, I feel like a lot of people would be able to. Is it the fear them.
2: of feeling like your question is not smart enough? Is it the fear? You know what I'm saying? Like I think sometimes we have to take that, like, you feel uncomfortable because you're like, I should know this, you know. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I take the stance of, oh, I probably will never see these people again anyway, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so sometimes it's like you have to ask. You have to be this, you know, uncomfortable. That's why I said here in Portsmouth, I feel like the people are a lot more friendly. When we go into the other parts of Norway, they kind of act like they don't hear you, but they hear you. I'm like, you can't work at the hotel counter and act like you don't hear me. (laughs) 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 You work here. But you get what I'm saying? So it's like it just depends on certain portions. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's because it's so small here. It's maybe more community-based as opposed to a city area that is not –
0: yeah, you're you're talking about something like that because you, you, uh, like now we're talking a lot about Portland. Pushkin is the city that we're in right now that you're living in, and um, of course there's huge difference since uh, also in culture in Norway you have uh, like the big city culture, you have smaller community cultures, you have the northern part of Norway. Uh, you could say that they have also different kind of cultures. If you come into Norway, the northern part of Norway, I think that they might be a little bit skeptical in the beginning, but when they get to know you, you're truly inside, you're part of the, 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 like the place. Yeah. So, so, um, yeah, it's quite different. Also, just in Norway, we we're talking about India before the, we started the recording of the podcast, and you're talking about how many different kind of cultures there are in India. Because I'm, I'm as a Norwegian, I'm just thinking like India. That's one culture, and that's completely wrong. What do you say?
3: India, every part of India have its own culture like with uh, with uh, um, maybe some kilometers we have different dialects we have different food culture with different lifestyle yeah. uh, everyday practices yes, it's changed because India is so diverse and diverse uh, in terms of religion caste, uh, class language, ethnicity Oh, there are lots of tribals also yes, so with all of this uh, diversity, there is a unity. Also, unity yeah. of uh, we are Indians. Yeah, yeah. Yes, so we are from same thing. So yes, this is uh, like Tagore also say uh, uh, about unity in uh, diversity. Another thing is uh, I found it very similar between Norway and India that both countries are very uh, sympathetic to other cultures. They kind of welcoming other cultures. Maybe they have their own rigidity. They have their own cultural um boundaries but at the same time they welcome other cultures they are uh, more uh, tolerant uh, toler- uh, they uh, like toler- not tolerant but they love to know uh, other cultures and yeah. all appreciate that yes and uh, like india has a very huge history of um british uh, colonies and uh, before that also there is Mughal. there was Mughal uh, and other uh, uh, things so uh, with everything it becomes very difficult to like what culture are you from no i have so many history (laughs) (laughs) behind it oh Oh, yes so yes so mm, but one thing is common that we are very um, uh, we are very human yeah. Yes, like Norwegian people also. Yeah.
0: Yes. What do you think about uh, that? Us compared to the U.S. Um, the melting pot of uh, I cultures. I think the
3: U.S.
2: is similar. The only difference is it's not a specific culture specifically. Um, the U.S. I think that we're very embracing. I think that um, depending on where you are, it just is. So you know, depending on if you are. Um, More uh, in a city area or a rural area or you might be in a southern area. I mean, it's huge. The country is huge. So that's the big thing. But if we if we just stick with like California per se, California is completely different than being in a southern country. Yeah. You know, or not country, excuse me, southern states. Um, So they do. Everybody kind of embraces people. It just depends on where you are and what you're looking for but it's not really hard to find what you're looking for in the US it's you know. but also
0: but also within one city you'd have different kind of uh, what do you call communities oh yes yeah so you will have in one city different kind of culture depending okay, on definitely. the different kind of uh,
2: yeah i mean LA is not a city it's a county oh yeah sorry because <laughs> <laughs> it's huge no i was using that as an yeah, example yeah okay yeah but if we st- go with a smaller city like we have cities in communities, and inside of those, we have towns. And so, like, we might have um, Korea Town, or yeah, little India, or little Tokyo. So, we have, town. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Everybody kind of has their own town, um, which usually is where you can buy like, um, or get the you know the resources that people need. So, if it's for cooking, if it's um, special tools for. Um, tutoring their kids or, you know, that type of yeah. thing. So you are able to find the resources that aren't specifically here. I mean, excuse me, I'm saying here, yeah. not Norway, right. in the U.S. In the US yeah. Um, so, yeah, we all have, you know, little towns and communities. So everything is, it's small cultures within cultures. And then we have like streets yeah. that, you know, let's say it might be like five major streets and, you know, it's, it's more off of class as opposed to, you know, culture or, you know. um,
0: Yeah, because we also uh, have
2: educational status. Like all those things are kind of incorporated into it. Um, We have actually neighborhoods that are just senior citizens. Yeah. You know, so that's what I'm saying. It depends on where you are, what you're looking for. But you can find those areas. Yeah. Depending on, you know, the status or...
0: I was also thinking about when you talked about different kind of uh, income class or yeah, this kind of stuff. We you will also have different kind of cultures regarding on the economical status, what you're working with. So it's not just your where you're from. It's it's about also uh, what kind of class are you a part of. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about the the last thing that we need to talk about is what 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 uh, what uh, what, uh, what relevance that this has to social workers, and. Maybe the reason why I would like to talk about it is, is from a Norwegian perspective. I hear that my students a lot of times say, yeah, but I'm not working with a lot of different cultures. I'm working most with Norwegian, for example. So that that's the the, the reason why I feel that, uh, that... It's not my question, actually. I think it's the question for my students. <laughs> why is this relevant? When you know that in Norway, we think of uh, that we are one culture... But now we're talking about it, you will see that we have different kind of culture also in Norway. And as a social worker, we will be working with people from different kind of cultures that is coming from different countries also.
3: So in India, social work is like, we are... um, it's a part of our daily life, doing uh, social stuff. So it's not very different from our daily life. So people don't take it, oh, uh, 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 like we appreciate to helping each other and all, but if anyone take it as profession, oh, why are you in social work? You don't get any other job, why are you? So this kind of thing is there, but because it is so in our everyday practices. So another thing is if we take it as a profession, like, already mentioned about we have to uh, n- uh, like whatever our personal uh, belief system may be but we have to help each other but uh, in India sometimes value lead it the whole situation. Yeah. There uh, sometimes we involve value, um, maybe not not as profession, but it's very value triggering also. So uh, for me, uh, social work is very cultural. Is it yeah. is a part of culture. Uh, we help each other. We love to help each other. Like in pandemic season, how people are coming together because in India it's very difficult to maintain social distancing. It's very difficult to arrange uh, resources for the situations. Um, uh, oxygen. Uh, Uh, cylinder uh, uh, marks and all everything but uh, at the same time people helping each other no matter what what will happen to them um, uh, they just jump to the situation to help yes
0: yeah because one thing you're now talking about is actually the different cultures of social work Mm -hmm. that social work is looked upon differently from country to country I love the point that you're making that, like in some countries, you will see that social work is not a profession. It's just something that you are or do as a daily life. And also we're talking a little bit now about the differences between uh, volunteer work and being a professional social worker how do we difference uh, between these two in different kind of countries like in Norway i think we are extremely strict maybe too strict sometimes differentiating about being a professional social worker that work in this office or at this school and volunteer work uh,
3: in india volunteer work uh, get more appreciation i would will- I will say okay, because yeah. uh, they say, oh, you are not uh, doing uh, this for money, yeah. so you, you are welcome. Yes, but if anyone is doing uh, it as uh, their profession, oh, um, you are become generous just because of money, or oh, this kind of oh, thing yeah. is there. But uh, at the same time, like every student from student, um, uh, when are uh, when uh, we are in college or maybe university, we start uh, the volunteer work uh, as a part of our education also. Yes, so we are and another thing is uh, very interesting in India that is social work is very much related with political color also. Oh also, yeah. So political parties promote uh, social work that we are uh, helping this much of people so we are the best one. So this is kind of political yeah. agendas also. So many thing is mixed with the term social work with the term volunteers like at the time of pandemic we have red volunteers red volunteers is nothing to do with red cross but no. the uh, leftist ideology uh, the uh, youth uh, uh, just uh, jump to situation and helping a lot uh, the common common people so many things are there so it's not, it's very different than norwegian culture yes
0: yeah, I think one of, one of the things I also will, would like to point out to the students listening to this is this part of being uncomfortable, that, that due to culture, when you meet other cultures, you, you, as a social worker in Norway, you will be working in other people's home. You will meet different kind of culture. And th- that culture can be based on where you're from, that you're an immigrant, or it can be a different kind of culture also based on income. And a, so, some of those situations will actually make you uncomfortable. That's a part of. You're also professional. Mm-hmm. That you need to stay in that uncomfortable place and think that this not be them. The, the other people that are, there's something quote unquote wrong with is actually just based on my own culture, what I'm used to, and kind of uh, kind of uh, identifying your own culture when you meet others because there's something there's something different there, and then you might be reflecting on your own cult- uh, culture. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Yeah? Yes. Is there uh, another way to uh, see why knowing about culture is uh, important for social workers?
2: Um, I think it gives you more of a platform to use. Yeah. Because sometimes you may need to use other resources. So like certain things we do in the U.S. may be able to help a situation that you're doing out here. And vice versa. So there will definitely be things that I take back, that I use, that I understand, you know, like, they did this here. How can I use it there? It can only be more beneficial because regardless of your culture, you're still dealing with humans. And human emotions and ego and all that type of stuff that's kind of incorporated – you never know the resources you're going to need so it's better to have more information than less mm-hmm. in my eyes yeah hmm.
3: like knowing other culture help us to open our mind and being a social worker it is very important to be open minded always mm-hmm. because whenever like i have a experience to work with red cross so whenever you are they uh, and i learned that whenever you were helping someone just just n- not be very judgmental about their situation because you are a professional so uh-huh. you ca- you should behave like that so yes it's very important to be open to be welcoming uh, for other culture as well like it's very very much important yes
0: yeah, being uh, curious.
3: Yes, curious. At the same time, we'll
0: open-minded, come. curious. I'm also thinking about different kind of cultures that I'm experienced working with here in Norway. I've been working with a lot of people that is uh, deaf, so I've been into another language culture, mm. and that made me extremely uncomfortable a lot of times because it's a different kind of expressions. It's a language that I don't understand. There's different kind of unwritten rules also when communicating, so talking across the table, for example, never having uh, big vases or some stuff on the table, for example. And you can also see that, yeah, there's some differences. But, um yeah. That's, that's just a couple of thoughts. I see that we have actually made, I think, the, one of the longest uh, episodes on the social pod ever. So wow. <laughs> I think that we have wow. to, to wrap it up. Thank you just so much for sharing your thoughts about this topic.
3: Thank you that you give us the opportunity to be here. So it's very interesting and exciting also.
0: Thank yeah, you. you're welcome.